Hello, everyone. Welcome to an episode of Let Me Finish, a podcast started by three friends about absolutely nothing. Um, we'll be coming to you each week just discussing different topics, whatever's on our mind for the week or at that moment, and hopefully you all can relate to what we have to talk about. Um, I guess we should start off by introducing ourselves before we get started. First off, that was beautiful. Thank, that was good. Thank yeah, you. That was a good, that was a good introduction. You. I've been doing this I know. Long. You practice that, right? I've been doing this for a long time. No, that was my first take. First take at this for the audience out there. Okay. Um, I'm Dom, everybody. Um, I'll let you all go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm G. We all live in Dallas. Three best friends. They're like pretty good friends. Our best friends. Yeah. Well, are we best friends? We're best, we're we best, best friends. friends. <laughs> for the sake of the podcast. Yeah, for the sake of the podcast. We need, podcast. We need them to... Nobody to, wants to live in a podcast about like three like moderately good friends. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> we don't fuck with each other outside this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's off of the cloud. Yes. So, I'm Antonio. Uh, Dallas. Fuck it. Dallas by way of Atlanta, not Hotlanta, because I hate when people say that. It's terrible. But uh, by way of Atlanta, Georgia. Man, y'all like said where y'all are from. I just said my name. I didn't say where I was from. from. <laughs> hey, I'm going to Atlanta on that. I, I didn't that. say my government name. Well, that's fair. I, I'm from Tennessee. I mean, it's not very exciting at all. It. But, you know, we all hail in Dallas, Texas these days. Um, you know, it doesn't get much better than Dallas. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> is this the, for the part where we agree with you or disagree? For the sake of the podcast. For the sake oh, of the podcast. Dallas is, great. Dallas is good I mean, enough. I got the hats. Thank like you. all of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like the New Jersey style, right? Yep. It's just, not, it's just not upside down. Um, so. After the game last night, watching with Kyrie and Luca, and they almost won. They came back from like, what, a 28 point deficit? Yeah, but they still lost. I know. So like all the broad, like the broadcaster guys afterwards were like, it was an amazing game to see their chemistry. Kyrie when he really commits to it in the fourth quarter, and it was like, but they lost. Like, yeah. who cares? Yeah, I got online. All kept seeing the highlights. How much he scored? I'm like, but they lost. Yeah. He scored 25 points in the fourth quarter, but they lost. So. I'm sorry, everybody. This I'm is sorry, actually a Mavericks podcast. <laughs> it is not. I apologize. <laughs> So, this is our first episode. How does it feel to finally be recording it? This started out as an idea that I, I had but sitting beside a pool at G's apartment, and I brought it to you all, and here we are. Like, how many months later? Uh, like, 12, almost. Yeah. Almost a <laughs> so year later. Like, it almost didn't happen, but um, we all came together, and um, here we are, and I think we are going to make some magic today. Yeah, I appreciate it because I, you know, me and the guys talk that I've been like extremely busy, obviously the last couple of months, and I almost was like, I don't know if I could do it, but I'm glad Darren reached out the other day and said, hey, you know, we just need your voice and what whatnot. So now that I'm doing it, it's, I don't know, it's kind of exciting. I don't know. Yeah, I, you said you needed his voice. I mean, I didn't, like, I didn't, like, I didn't quote it. That's not quotes. Yeah, that's not quotes. You made, no, he just like, you made it seem like well, the world needs to hear you. <laughs> I should have said. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, this is our podcast. I can't help but not. But anyway, <laughs> uh, no, because um, my thing is I told Darn that I don't know if I can input a lot right now just because of my schedule. But he was like, you know, that's cool. Let's just do something. I'm like, fuck it, let's do it. So I'm, I'm excited we're doing this, actually. Now that we're here, I'm excited we're doing this. So. And likewise, 
you know, I think this will be a good outlet for us. It could be, I guess, kind of like therapy in a way for us to, you know, just to sit down and talk, you know, yeah. once a week. And hopefully there's somebody out there who actually wants to listen to what we have to say. And, and you if know, it's doubtful, okay. but yeah. maybe. If not, it's okay. We'll, we'll have at least two listeners. I'll, I'll probably get canceled. One would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Who's most likely to get canceled? Probably me, though. That was me. Dom, probably not, though. No, not me. Yeah. He's, yeah. He stays on the right side of history. Yes. Yeah. Some of my thoughts are a little bit. Media not training over here. <laughs> All right, guys. So I guess we'll jump into it. And the first topic that I really wanted to talk about, this is our first day of recording. And today's Valentine's Day. For those of you listening out there, we are recording this first episode on Valentine's Day. Um, what are your thoughts on the holiday? Like, Fuck love. <laughs> that's yeah. fair. And not from a place of like, trauma. Uh, fuck love. From trauma, <laughs> from not like... <laughs> Like being mad at somebody or being, you know, what does it say? The opposite of love is not hate; it's indifference. I'm so indifferent. I've never heard that before. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like a Holocaust survivor says. Like, wow. Oh, that's like true. <laughs> the first cancelable like <laughs> offense. That went dark. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you had a bar, but never mind. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't my topic. I'm indifferent. <laughs> I'm indifferent for Valentine's Day. I've been in relationships to where we've done nothing on Valentine's Day, but a normal day. But I've had relationships where we actually cooked dinner and went out to eat and just did something sweet, had cards and stuff. So I'm indifferent about it. I just I go off of the energy around me. So if my significant other wants to do stuff on Valentine's Day, I'm cool with it. If not, yeah. oh well. And I think that's beautiful. And I think that I think that when it's somebody that you found and it's packed and it's a promise and mm-hmm. it's equal, like that's that's beautiful. My point is is like if you like somebody and you don't feel like you're getting that return, you have so much more better things to do than worry about that, you know? It's not important. It's not important. Does it make or break your relationship? Yeah. I'm kind of a contrarian where um I'm not, not, I don't dislike Valentine's Day, but I hate, like, so one thing about me, you guys may not know, like, when I do things, they have to be natural. I hate the idea that on this day, you're supposed to, not that you're supposed to, but on this one day, you're supposed to go buy roses, chocolates. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like I'm being forced to do things, and I don't like it. So, like, I'm kind of an anti-holiday person in general, mm-hmm. you'll come to find out. Yeah. I put up a Christmas tree for the first time in this year, and, like, as an adult, this is my first Christmas tree at 35. We're proud of you. You didn't dress up for Halloween, did you? Oh, yeah, you did the bird. Yeah, I did the bloody shirt in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I'm not anti-Valentine's, but I'm just not like one of those, hey, you have to do this thing that everybody does on this one day because it's weird to me and I don't understand it. So. Mm-hmm. It's cute that you call it Valentine's Day. what I call it? Valentine's. That's what it's called, right? Wait, did I say it wrong? Valentine's Day. Valentine's or Times? Times. Okay, I'm grammar sorry. police. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's my corner. <laughs> I've been saying this for 11 years and I've been saying Waxahachie the wrong way, like, and no one's ever corrected me, or Sachi, the city of Sachi. Oh, what'd you call it? I don't know. Actually. What do I call it? Waxahachie? What is it called? What is it called? It's Waxahachie. By the way, this is a Texas thing. It's a city that's yeah. called 
something that we can't pronounce. So anyway, but yeah, that's my Valentine's take. I don't hate it. Just you know, I get it. If there's no trade there, I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Yo, but, but candy goes on sale tomorrow, so if you want some candy, it's all like 50% off tomorrow. So that's like the fire part of it. Man, I really think there's nothing sadder than buying discounted Valentine's candy no, that when you didn't have a Valentine's. Nuts. But you know there's some like cheap family out there who buy all their Halloween candy the day, the day after, after Valentine's Day, and they just save it for a year. Easter, Starburst jelly beans are like crack for me. Oh, no, Easter... That's I don't know, day. the Easter Reese's eggs, <laughs> something about the shape, <laughs> and so the hearts they have for Valentine's Day, and um, they're good, but something about the egg shape just is like, it just melts in your mouth. It hits different. It is different. different. <laughs> I'm, like, he, I'm like, he is risen. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my topic for, you know, my first topic for the week. You, what you got? Wait, so your topic was you just wanted to brag about how you had a Valentine? No, I didn't. I just asked your opinion on wow. the holiday. That's, that's, I guess. That's it. Yeah, no, sorry, <laughs> sorry. And here I say I'm indifferent. Um, I guess my topic is regarding about the this is possible therapy. I recently broke up with my therapist because I just was just talking about the same shit with him. It wasn't productive, and I was like, every time I would get on the phone with him, I'd be like, going into like this hole of all my problems, and like I almost think that like just getting over them and then ignoring them is better than like just picking at scabs. Mm -hmm. Anyways, long story short, I went to a nutritionist today and it was like therapy for my routines and shit. Yeah. Where she asked me about my sleep pattern, like my calorie intake, my coffee intake. Um, and it was just crazy because it's like all these little things that you don't realize these little systems you have in place and all these little juggling balls, like spinning plates you're keeping in the air. And then you realize that you're just like kind of doing them all wrong, you know? Mm. So then you got to like get one right. And then you're like still juggling the other one. You got to get the other one right. It just feels crazy. Right. And some people do it with like five kids. Yeah, that's true. That was a beautiful picture you just painted there. Did I? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. The world needs my voice too. <laughs> so when you talk to your nutritionist, what what was the best takeaway from your conversation with her? I uh, you said it was a her, right? Yeah, it was okay. a she. Thank you for asking. Um, and what was the best takeaway? I think that it was really just like um, clarity on her being like, oh, you need three meals a day and two snacks a day. And you need a mixture of like proteins and grains in each snack. But also in the meals, you need like three food groups. And um, she told me a bunch of other shit, but I'm like, okay, I need to focus on like one thing this week mm -hmm. and then focus on another next week, mm -hmm. you know? It's a lot. And then, yeah, it is a lot. Um, but like sleep is tied to it too. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not a very funny topic, but it's just that life shit when you have yeah. to think about it. It's a, like 401k shit as an adult. Adults. Yeah. I mean, those type of conversations are important, especially when you get over 30. It's, you know, the conversations about health. I mean, they're hard to have, but you, you kind of have to have it. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know. Like, as a 30-year-old man, it's hard to talk about when you need to go to the doctor or when you need to see a therapist or something because we don't like to hear that something's wrong and that scares a lot of people. Um, but hopefully, you know, I've, I didn't, I don't think I started doing that until... I hit 30. Oh, then me I, neither. Then I, I realized mean, it was all important. my 20s, I didn't have health insurance. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so many untreated. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> right. The, the, as soon as I got health insurance, it was like going to the vet. I had to get defleed and spayed and neutered and the vet. I had the collar. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got you. What you tell me? No, she said vet. I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, I was just like a mangy mutt. <laughs> No, I wish I wish I'd you know look into going to a nutritionist and stuff. I think that'll be pretty awesome, you know. Yeah, I think that'd be my next step. I've never done it. Like I moderately eat well and I work mm-hmm. out, but you know, we just had pizza and um, <laughs> salsa. They did. They did not need to know that. Well, they, they do now. They... Um, <laughs> hey, sorry, hey. listeners. We just had a healthy salad, um, <laughs> lots of greens, marinara sauce, and you know, <laughs> we're not perfect though. But no, like I would like to do a mar- uh, nutritionist at some point because mm-hmm. you know that next level of things to do. But also, uh, like what Greg said, it's like one thing at a time because mm-hmm. some of us know some of us take on too many tasks. Yeah, me, um, and I get <laughs> overwhelmed, and then I say fuck it. So. It's good to like take things one step at a time. And yeah, make those uh, minor improvements. I have too much pride. I don't need somebody telling me what I need to eat. It would get annoying at some points, like right. But and it's good. And also, I know I need it though. You, so you inevitably lie to her, like but like you is. lie when you go get Body. tested for STDs and they ask you how many people you have done. We, with. we don't right? lie about that. You do just, we? Yeah. Do we lie about that? Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't gotta go to like how many people we actually have done with. But. It's like a rough estimate. Yeah. Like, you make yourself sound a little bit better, but you allow room for them to be like, do better next time, and you're like, I will. I'm assuming they expect us to lie anyways. They do. So they probably, like, whatever you say, they times it by 10. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'd be fucking too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She didn't ask me about my second partners, thankfully. Oh, well, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to take the... Uh... So, I have a couple topics written down, and I think the one I want to talk about is... Code switching. Now, I know code switching is typically referred to like black men in white spaces, like switching of voice, but I think in general, I look at it as just you going from being this one person in your personal life with your friends to like being a totally different person in your work life. Mm. And I find it interesting because it's one thing I struggle with at work. Currently at my job, I'm in a lot of Zoom meetings, which I despise. And one thing I've started to realize is a lot of people have this like work mode that they turn on and it's extremely inauthentic and I see it and the problem is I kind of wish I was naive about things and didn't know shit but when I see certain things it bothers me and it bothers me that people become this like weird version of themselves Mm -hmm. when it comes to work and they become this generic version of a person that works in an office yeah and it also bothers me because I can't do it and the reason I can't do it is just I don't have that button but I feel like sometimes maybe it holds me back from certain positions because I'm not that guy who can laugh at the really bad joke on a Zoom meeting. So you, so you too real for for the corporate life? Yes, honestly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it real out here, but no, it, it's it's always been weird to me. I don't know how you guys interact because I don't know how you guys work and your work environments. But hey, oh, you you would despise me. Are you really? Because I'm you definitely, defeat? I'm definitely a cold switcher. <laughs> when it comes to working for for me, I feel like. I've been able to be so successful at work because I keep my head down, I do what I need to do, and I do a good job at it. And I pride myself on that. I've been able to, you know, get in front of a lot of people because of it. I've been able to have the salary I have because of it. Um, And I don't necessarily think that I'm, like, changing who I am, but when I'm working, I'm focused on working, and I don't let anything distract me from it. 
because I'm very consistent with when it comes to work. Like I used to be one of those people who hated taking off work because I didn't want to come into a bunch of stuff waiting for me to to finish, mm-hmm. or I didn't want people coming <laughs> behind me feeling like messing up something that I already was working on. So I just always wanted to be that person that was like a go-to, like, you know, Dom always comes to work, does what he needs to do, and, and goes home. And I I was fully against not having friends at work. Like, you have your work friends, and then you have your personal friends, and I feel like I'm able to express myself more with my personal friends. I don't really put my personal life out there when it comes to work. I just go in, I do my job, I try to be as professional as I can, and go home and log out. And so you literally are wow. two different people. I don't yeah, necessarily that's think that's that I'm two separate people, but I'm way more, fo- there's a clear separation okay. from the person okay. that I am when I'm working from who I am when I'm like outside of work, you know? I didn't ever think of you like as like a hard, with your head down worker. I knew that you mm-hmm. did a good job at your job, but I didn't know that you were that like, Okay. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't play these games. Like I got bills to play. I got goals that I want to meet. I'm very focused. I'm very determined, and the only way I'm going to get there is by working hard. You know. Yeah, that's. Like I said, I find it so interesting because I can't. Like I always make friends at work, except for that one time I worked remote. That one job, like fully remote, and because I have to make friends in person. But mm. I, I don't know how to not let my who I am bleed into work because. I, it's yeah, that's interesting. So I, it's it's cool to hear that about you mm-hmm. because I've always had that feeling, but I never talked to anybody about it. Yeah, there's people I talk to at work where you know in these Zoom meetings with 20 people for 30 people, they're just like you know they're putting on. Mm-hmm. And I have had some conversations on the side with them where you can tell like, oh, this is a different person over here, but they're not giving me the full real. Right. So, but I've never like asked like how that works. So it's interesting. Like I don't know, you are great. Are you tra- are they, are you saying that they're like putting on for a group of 20 yes. people? Are they like being, trying to be the funny guy or they like making it look like they're like doing more work than they like it's, they're try harding like yeah, they're it's, trying it's really hard multiple versions like there's brown nosers there's the try harders like there's one guy I'm really cool with but like you know me and him will talk on a level text we're pretty cool but then he'll be on the call and I'm not mad at him about anything but he'll say like what he did during the day but he's like talking up everything that he did mm. he do anything. it's like oh yo you know we did this and we did that and he's like talking up <laughs> which I'm not mad at that I get it you kind of just show face it's, yeah. you know, so there's like so many different levels of corporate and I think part of it because I guess I'm considered a creative to some extent where like I'm having to do things creative mm-hmm. Pro- it's partially being partially ADHD when mm-hmm. you can't focus but um, I guess the way I think I'm right brained whichever one it is it's like it's that world is so weird to me. I live right. in it. I've worked in it for so many years. I was gone from it for years, but I'm back in it, which I didn't think I was back in it, but I'm mm. back in it. So it's just, it's weird navigating that world for me. But yeah. It really is, especially in person all the time. And I think what was crazy to me is when I started working, working fully remote, like I got laid off and then I got a brand new job and it was like I started remote. I only knew all these people remote. And so me sitting in my, you know, basketball shorts working on Zoom meetings, I felt like I was myself from the jump yeah. in a way that was very like raw good ways sometimes and raw bad ways sometimes. Um, but I was not like that when I worked in the office. When I worked in the office, <laughs> I was I not the version of like like trumping up what you did for the day. Yeah. Like, was I was just very like hi, you know, like what are you guys talking about? Yeah, you know? the culture of people there. 
And I never could. That's the thing. Like yeah. I just no, I, I never felt like I would like ever fit in an office culture. You never one of those until I work from home. I fit in home. That's kind of funny because let me let me tell you, pre-COVID, I went out with G and some of his coworkers, and you couldn't tell me they weren't best friends. <laughs> like we went downtown, and we had a really great night. And I've never partied downtown Dallas like that ever before. And yeah, it it was like a weekday too. I feel like maybe like a Thursday or something. Well, you know why we get along so well. Remote coworkers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get it. We're not in each other's face all the time. That's true. It helps. Mm-hmm. But that was that was pre-COVID. So y'all were remote pre-COVID. Um, no, no, it couldn't have been. Yeah, it was post-COVID. No, that was that definitely was pre-COVID. I, I didn't have this job pre-COVID. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. Oh wow, maybe it was post-COVID. Oh, man, I'm sorry. We were all wearing masks all night. I'm you just, remember that? I'm gonna edit that out. Okay, well, my next topic that I wanted to talk to you all about was the importance of having a hobby as an adult. Like, man, being a, an adult is hard. I feel like when I was in high school or when I was in college, I had so much going on all at the same time. And then when all of that was over, I found myself sitting at home, maybe playing video games or watching TV and I was like, man, I really need a hobby outside of like work. Just going to work and coming home all day can't be healthy. So, um, what are you all's opinions when it comes to like the importance of having something outside of work to do? Um, I'll, I'll let Antonio go after I just say like, I think having any type of hobby, there's no such thing as a stupid hobby. I don't think. I don't like, think so really, if you want to play like the accordion, like have at it. If you want to reenact Civil War. Like, whatever you're passionate about and you have the extra time to do, and that fills up your time, because that's what a hobby does. It fills up the time before you have to go to bed. Yeah. It also gives you, I feel like, uh, it gives you balance outside of work. Because work is one thing, right? We spend so much time working during the week, five days a week, whatever you work. That's a big portion of your time. But Mm -hmm. usually most people's jobs aren't who they are. Right. And then you go home and you get the rest, go to the gym or whatever, but... I, hobbies are important because for me, I can speak to it. Now, granted, I've turned hobbies into like financial things, which is cool, but I'm still trying to balance that. But you have to have balance. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have to have balance. And one of the things I've struggled with is having a hobby, but then dating someone without a hobby is also detrimental. Uh, because yeah, yeah. hobbies become extra time, and then that person's like, well, you're not spending time with me. So there's another aspect of the hobby thing. But I, I think hobbies are great because, you know, Work is work. Work. Yeah. It's it's fulfillment to a certain certain extent. Money's good. You probably like what you're doing for the most part, but mm-hmm. it's not complete fulfillment. And I think if let's say you lose that job or right. you get demoted or you have to change jobs, then because so many people base their identities off of a job that when that job is gone, you have nothing. Right. So I I just having something that you enjoy doing, whether you get paid for it or not, I think is super important. So I have a lot too many hobbies actually, <laughs> but yeah. I balance them out and I try to. Yeah, hobbies are. I'm sorry about that topic. And it did turn into a paying job. So yeah, think about that. That's very true. But I still have other hobbies outside of that too. So I need a break. I need a break from things that I have to do for money. I think for me, like I've been blessed to like be surrounded by so many people who are so creative. Like I think that's one of the main reasons I wanted to even start a podcast after going to therapy, as you know we discussed earlier today. I talked to my therapist about 
not really having a artistic outlet for myself, but I'm surrounded by people who do have that outlet. And because if you know me personally, you know that I like sports. I played kickball, played football, currently play volleyball very consistently. But outside of that, I don't really have a consistent artistic outlet. And my therapist recommended for me to start knitting. I don't know what that was about. The therapist advice sometimes is just like... Sometimes. She was was my age, but she definitely was a white lady. There are some... I I love her. She was was a great, you know... She gave me great advice as far as for therapists besides that one. Um, But I was looking to everybody around me who's so creative. Like, you guys are so creative with your hobbies and your, your outlets and I wanted to find something for myself to do, which is why I presented this opportunity. And I'm glad that you all wanted to be a part of this journey that I'm on and, you know, my new hobby that I have. So, yeah, I don't think that I have any creative outlet right now. So thank you. But you got thank you. Yeah, you oh, are yeah, a very no, talented sure. musician. And the fact that you even did that was was that very cool. creative. You have, you have an app, but you hear it yeah, you a lot of shot people the, shot the, the pictures for it. With the brick, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't have that. Yeah. But the problem with hobbies is finding time to do it and sticking yeah. with it. That's true. That's the downside consistency. of being an adult. Yeah. And you that's the downside of like having a job. We're talking about like jobs aren't your passion. That's not why you wake up in the morning. But it it kind of is. But it funds everything. Yeah, it kind of is why you wake up in the morning. So basically, do not fall in love with this podcast, guys, because... <laughs> we got to make money. We got to make money. <laughs> we got to make We all have agreed to be as consistent as we can, and hopefully we can't make this a weekly thing just to sit around and have conversations. And hopefully, you know, we can see some outcome from this. I'm excited. Yeah, Me too. It's going to be fire one day when we have, like, all the graphics and sound effects on it. It's going to be fire. Right? Like, outro <laughs> music right now? Yeah. Yeah, and outro music. Intro. Yeah. So that that was my second and last topic. My topic I want to talk about is uh, <clears throat> well, I had two. One we talked about briefly off mic about hitting your own voice, but we'll, we'll leave that alone. Um, <laughs> rekindling relationships with friends, and kind of what I mean by that is like um, as an adult for the the last the last year or so of my life. After therapy, after a breakup, 2022 found me in a place where I a lot I had a lot of fallouts. Some people were intentionally left behind. Some people were just random casualties. A lot of fallouts. Um, I have since then rekindled some of those friendships. It took time, but it's an interesting topic because it's the first time I've de- dealt with this as an adult. Typically in my past as an adult, it's been like, you know, you have an interaction with someone or you date, friends or whatever. Either just stop talking, you fall out, and it's fuck you, you block them, and that's it. Yeah. And you never come back to it. Right. right. This is the first time last year that I had a fallout with a friend of 12 years and got really murky and to the point where, like, I don't know if we're going to be friends again. And, you know, you get tired of going back and forth trying to figure out who did what, who said this. You know, you're looking at these little intricate details, but it's interesting because... They say time heals wounds, and it kind of is true. Like, sometimes you have to step away from situations. Mm-hmm. You have to. And because sometimes things are too fresh, they're raw, it hurts, there's anger, frustration, but sometimes you just give things time. People go through their changes, they grow, and you can come back and say, hey, you know what? These things happen. They sucked. We may not agree on this, but it really wasn't that big of a deal. Um, 
so I don't know how you guys feel about rekindling. Have you had issues with people in your life at some point, but just rekindling? As an adult, it's like, like you said, you have a falling out and that's it. Like there's just so many in this day and age reasons not to be someone's friend. Then it's like as an adult, there's so many reasons, things standing in our way for us to like continue our friendship and hang out every weekend and stuff like that. So when something really big happens, like a fight, yeah. falling out, it's really easy to just kind of like Call it walk quits. away. Yeah. 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 I'm, I feel like younger Dom for me, I was very quick to like write people off. Like if you did me wrong or if we had a falling out, like I wasn't talking to you anymore. Like I, it was kind of easier back then to just like give up on friendships but as an adult, whenever I have a falling out with a friend, which doesn't happen often out there, but whenever I do have that situation, it's easier for me to just address it and either find a way for us to like coexist or, you know, because y'all were friends for 12 years. That's a long time. Yeah. That's a very long friendship. Yeah. So those are the type of friendships you want to keep around. And when something just happens that, you guys can just have a conversation about and just get over you know i think it's fine for me like we all have a mutual friend that we were close to who no no longer lives here but me and that particular person had a very bad falling out with each other and we didn't talk to each other for months for months and i think it was just my pride at the time that was not allowing me to reach out and and say something and then the one thing that happened to make us have to reach out to each other was the passing of, of a mutual person that was important to us. And that's not necessarily how you want to like come back together with, with a friend, but that was something that happened that, that made me realize that life is too short to just you know lose people that are close to you um, over something just silly you know, that you could just have a conversation about. So I'm all for um, rekindling important relationships. Because not all are important. Not all are important and not all are necessary. Yeah, I've, uh, that's actually great. Uh, I've left a lot of relationships in 2022, a lot. Um, There's people you guys don't know. Mm -hmm. And they weren't bad people. It's Mm -hmm. just, last year was a lot for me. Like going to therapy, the breakup, trying to figure out what I wanted in life, where I wanted to be, the things I wanted to do, and then realizing I had all these distractions. And one thing that caused me to initially not rekindle that friendship was just being overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, Being post-therapy, like, constantly dealing with interactions, uh, loss of friendships, it just became exhausting to be like, it's happening again. Two months later again, somebody else is new. It's just like, fuck it, I don't care anymore. That's kind of where I I got to the point where I just don't care anymore. And this was the same person that you were having... Like friendship problems with, or it was multiple people. Oh, yeah, okay, like okay. He, he was just one of multiple that was just in a line of this person, that person. You remember the neighbor, the crazy neighbor? Yeah, it's, it's still fuck him, but uh, oh, it's also like, like, it's a story, 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 story for another day. For yeah, yeah I saw him with his fucking dog and said, Fuck you. I didn't say, just, <laughs> No, fuck him. But no, like, like, he's someone that's like, he doesn't matter, yeah, because it there's nothing there. But um, obviously, the other the one that I rekindled that one mattered because it's a good person at the end of the day. You know, like you said, time and just seeming like, you know what? This is minor shit. We can get past this. We're mm-hmm. adults and this friendship is worth something. Yeah. Like, I think one thing also is the reason I stopped talking to a lot of people because I 
I always thought I was not social, and I actually am more social than I thought I was. Mm-hmm. I do have my hermit stages or whatever, but um, I made too many friends last year. After my breakup, I went like, I'm going to hang out with all the people I couldn't hang out with before. Took that way too far. There was moments like I was getting drunk during weeknights, hanging out, constantly going out, being invited yeah. to dinners. It became like a tr- fucking drag. And having to reset all that and just get back to a better place. But um, also realizing that the people I talk to now are important people, like you guys and some other people. It's like, I just got to focus on a couple of good people, and that's really it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's I, that's what I was telling you this weekend, Tom, is like, you can place all your hope. <laughs> and, I don't guess, <laughs> Maurice, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, placing your, all your hope in a relationship is wrong, but then you, like, place all your hope in your friendships, and it's like, you got to protect your energy against your friends sometimes too so yeah yep. it's good to have a tight inner circle and um you know yeah. some outlying friends yeah like i feel bad saying no to y'all just not for hanging out but i've been i've been fucking busy but oh I, did, I i don't mind just because i know that if you don't respond i know that you're probably busy doing something it's like legit it's not like i'm not responding because i'm like oh, fuck these guys. yeah like, we don't know. we don't never get that i mean you took it personal. <laughs> no, it's but, cool. Um, I get it, though. I get it. No, I didn't take it personal. I just thought the friend that you rekindled stuff with was actually your no. new best friend. No, we, I've only seen it like three times since we rekindled. Because, okay, okay. so. no, I, I, I'm trying to balance everything. And that's fair. Yeah. Well, you guys, this has been an amazing conversation, an amazing first episode. I hope that you all out there enjoyed it and continue to enjoy let me finish and continue listening to us. Hey, we'll see you. Job. We'll see you episode two. Thanks for listening. Let me finish. Yeah. I just um, wanted to say the name of the ep- I don't know how to do an outro, but hey, this is fun. This next is where we'll put the music. Next time episode two.